7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Thank you and a very good evening. Welcome to the show with myself, Tabiso, and uh, Luyolom Kalipi producing Babalwa on Technical Tonight. And uh, today, it's a watershed day for sport in the country, judging by the reaction ever since Rasia Rasmus, the bog coach, announced that Siakolisi will kept in the Springboks for the incoming three-test series against England. The reaction has just been incredible from all sectors. DA leader Musi Maimane has weighed in. Olympic champion Wade van Nikerk has also um, given his views. Even uh, former Springbok Tando Manana also very vocal, uh, uh, very active on social media. So tonight, judging by this reaction, I just want to find out why why uh, this appointment seems to carry so much weight for so many people. Are the expectations on Sia Colisi now different compared to the other captains? Um, because we didn't have these conversations when the other captains were appointed. What's expected to do? What exactly is Sia Colisi expected to do? And and what are the duties of a Springbok captain, you know? Uh, how do people back home feel about his appointment? And to cover all these bases, there's only one man that we're going to speak to here. He's a former Springbok team manager, Uzola Yeye, who's also a former international. He played during those dark days and he will break it down for us here. You know, are expectations different for Usia Colisi? Uh, are people expecting him to do something differently uh, than just playing rugby? And coach Rasia Rasmus has been very very clear that uh, Golisi was picked purely on rugby reasons and but as we all know now sport is much more than what happens on the field of play is it especially here in South Africa which explains why the late Nelson Mandela has always said that sport has the power to change the world the power to unite and that's how for me uh, 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 this appointment has been received by the majority here so let's find out you can also weigh in on 0891104207 are you expecting something different from Osia Golisi are you expecting to, him to do much more than just uh, a play play rugby why does this appointment seem to carry uh, so much weight and so much expectation and also of course the SAFA elective congress also took place this past weekend Danny Jordan re-elected as SAFA president but the question that I would like to ask today which I clearly don't have the answers for and that's why I'm putting it out there is with all these serious allegations leveled against Dr. Danny Jordan should he really have stood for re-election here or should he have stepped aside for the sake of the game and also considering once again the seriousness of these allegations leveled against him or is it a matter of in Innocent until proven guilty. But also, are there enough football reasons for Danny Jordan to continue as SAFA president? So you can choose which one uh, you, you want to comment on. He has given his reasons on why he should continue, as well as his supporters, namely the FTF. They've also been uh, vocal publicly about why Danny Jordan is still the right man for the job. But are these football reasons enough for him to stay? I'd really like to hear your views on this one. But firstly, as usual, let's start with our top stories. And we're going to start with that top story of the day. Springbok coach Rasia Rasmus confirming that Sia Colisi will lead the national team in the incoming three-match test series against England next month, while Peter Steph Dutoy will lead the box for the once-off test against Wales in Washington on Saturday. And Colisi becomes the first uh, black Springbok captain to off- well, in an official match because you'll remember Chile Boy Rally Pele back in 2006 captained the box um, in England against the World 15 team, but that match did not have test status. So officially, Siakolisi then will become uh, the first black Springbok captain as it's been widely reported by many. But let's hear from the coach, Rasia Rasmus. He addressed members of the media today explaining his decision. Um, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't like to look at it that way. Cause, cause, uh, as I say, I know him since he's 18. And, and I coached him his first session at the academy there in, in, in Stellenbosch when, when he came in. Uh, and, and, and I know him as a good, great rugby player. And, and, and I've seen him this year go through tough times with form. 
and tough times as a captain. And, 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 and I've, I've known him four or five years ago when he went through a bad spell as well. So uh, I always know him as the guy who's playing really well and is a great leader. Doing the other part, which is great for South Africa and those things, is absolutely just a bonus. Uh, of course, of course you know, that's definitely not the reason why I went and said, oh, we'll see how would would, would tick that box for us. Uh, I, I like him. He's humble. He's quiet. He do his thing on his own. He's nice and physical. I actually, the thing, the way he's playing currently, which is not so flashy, the breakdown work he's doing on attack, the actual carries he's doing, the clean-outs he's doing, he's really starting to do almost like a blindside flanker or like the old Andre Fenter is doing, not so flashy, but really physical. And I think that's another... You know, it's a string in his bow, if we can call it that way. Is there saying like that? I think so. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about what Sia can offer to us. <laughs> is there a saying? Is there a saying like that? I also don't know, coach. It's not my mother tongue, uh, but somebody will call us and, t- and tell us. But credit also to the coach for giving rugby reasons for the for, for this for this appointment and I think it's very important I mean besides what's all been said about transformation and the works I mean rugby is still the most important aspect of any rugby player and I think that's why the coach uh, had to explain uh, that had to explain that the decision was purely based on rugby reasons but as I said we all know that South African sport is much more different much more than what happens on the field of play also making headlines Daniel Dendens Malisela back at Chippa United the club tweeted yesterday that is back caught a lot of people by surprise especially after his shock departure uh, but Dendens Mal- Lisela spoke to the SABC this um, afternoon and says it wasn't a tough decision to go back to Chippa United. I'm just, I'm, I'm quite happy and uh, obviously uh, for me, there was a lot of things that were, you know, that I said myself for personally without the club actually saying anything like, uh, you know, uh, and I, I'm one who does not like, you know, leaving a club without having achieved at least something, you know, in terms of cup or something like that. So this gives me a chance, you know, um, obviously depending on what we can assemble as, as, as a squad. And a lot of players are leaving the club, so we, we, we need to see what we have as, as, as playing personnel and then be realistic and say, look, we can achieve one, two, three. Uh, and uh, I'm hoping that, you know, something can come up. Well, Coach Dance, who also turned 53 yesterday, uh, also revealed that negotiations between him and Chipampingi started last week and uh, they came to an agreement on Saturday. Not so long ago, you know, we, we, we didn't deliver it too much, you know, it didn't take us long to, to, to agree. You know, I think just a few days in the, in the past week, and then we, we decided on Saturday to sign. You know, when, when you leave a club, obviously, they, they, there's some dissatisfaction and something like that, and, uh, and all of it. But you know, when, I, when I was at home, I, I thought about things and what Chipa, Chipa United and Chipa himself has done for me. And uh, I realized that what he has done for me is bigger than me being released from the club. And for that, you know, I think I owe the man a lot. You know, so so he's the only one who actually has uh, recognized me as a PSL coach. So I'm prepared for that. Then Dance Malisela there speaking about his surprise return to Chippa United. Vladislav Herich moves to the development stru- structures of the club. And finally, uh, Proteus coach Otis Gibson addressed uh, members of the media earlier today. He spoke about uh, the retirement of AB de Villiers for the first time since it was announced. An announcement that caught a lot of people by surprise. You'll remember we had Cricket South Africa on the show last week. And they also confirmed that they found out about it on the morning of the announcement. Uh, so what's the reaction from coach Otis? Yes, it's disappointing for for the country and for world cricket that A.B. de Villiers isn't playing cricket anymore. Um, but he gives me 
a year to find not a replacement for him because I don't believe that he can be replaced, but he gives gives an opportunity for somebody to um, to put their put their hand up. Um, there's a big there's a, a space there that somebody can fill now. And if I was a young um, cricketer playing franchise cricket in the country uh, and I saw there's a hole at number four, now I would be doing whatever I can to to make sure that that position is mine. I've got a year to go to to, to, to do. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Thank you. Welcome back. So let's talk about this uh, appointment of Sia Colisi as captain for the three-test match series against England. Uh, that's the captaincy for now. It's not a permanent one. Uh, but as I said, there's been so much reaction to this and it seems like it carries much more weight than any other's previous Springbok captain. And to help us understand this, we're now going to speak to our guest, Mr. Zola Yeye, a former Springbok team manager, of course. Uh, won the World Cup in 2007. He's t- talked to us about the appointment of Sia Colisi and... Um, as, as I said, why does it mean so much to so many people? And of course, Mr. Zolayaye is also a former international rugby player. He's going to explain that to us. He played during the days, of course, when some people were not allowed to play for their country because of the color of their skin. And I think that's probably where we must pick up uh, this conversation. Mr. Zolayaye, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for agreeing to speak to us on SAFM. Good evening, Tabi. So good evening to the listeners of SAFM. As a former player, firstly, in those dark days, how significant is this appointment of Siako Lisi to lead the Springboks? It is humongous. It's huge. And uh, it's a milestone for him and uh, for a youngster at 26. It's such an incredible journey for him. And for, it speaks volumes to the road we are traveling uh, towards a destination where no color would play any prominent role in one's ability. And talk to us about this role, road, Mr. Zulaya, because we also like to use this show to educate the young ones and educate ourselves about our past uh, sporting moments. Explain to us which national team you've played for back in the days. Was it a black rugby Springbok team? Was it a non-racial South African team? How did it work? Yeah. Uh, I played for a a, a, a team, or, or let's put it, a, a national team that was called SARU, South African Rugby Union. Mm. It's this mantra is was to no abnormal sport, no normal sport in an abnormal society, which means we didn't want to to play to take part in any uh, kind of sport, uh, be it rugby or netball. That's mm. our formation. We fell under the banner of Sakos, uh, and we didn't want to play against any team from or oppose any team coming to South Africa to play. And also we detested anyone who would enhance the situation then that discriminated against any player of color to play wherever he wants to play. Because remember, the, 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 it was institutionalized. Apartheid was, discrimination was institutionalized in those years. So they would tell, put you in compartments. They'll tell you, you'll play this, you'll be given a certain kind of name like the blacks then who played rugby which is they were given a name like the leopards which is black africans Mm. and the so-called colors were given a name like federation so we'll play they would play these matches under the banner of then uh danny craven fold so we played under uh uh, a different fold which is non-racial fold where we said color doesn't play any role all what we want to do, we want our country to be emancipated, and then uh, these uh, playing fields should be leveled 
so that our children and our children's children will have an opportunity without being judged or stigmatized and mm. be told you cannot, you don't deserve, you don't have the ability or, you, you, you know, the potential to don, to, to, to don the Springbok blazer or jersey, so to speak. Talking about the Springbok blazer or jersey, did you get one? If so, when did you get one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we did. Yeah, Remember, we played in different uh, areas, like the, the, the Colors and the, the, the Africans. But in, in our fold, which is a non-racial fold, it was us, the so-called Colors and so-called Black Africans, who had our fold. And then when there was a measure in 1992, uh, these two folds, the Southern Rugby Board and Southern Rugby Union came together and said, let's match because we are going, Madiba was released and then we are going towards a new dawn in our country. Uh, we subsequently matched and, and decided that we should fall under the banner of one house, mm. things from the same hymn book. So and one of those conditions was if you want uh, everything to be normal, we need, we need to be generic, which means the Springboks of then, who were awarded colors then by Saru and Saab, should be given the honor to be, have the same kind of colors. That was the recognition in to try and, and smoke the peace pipe. So uh, by virtue, I became a Springbok. Although I've played nationally mm. for my team, which is Saru, uh, we played in, against Namibia, some of the teams who played... Uh, the soccer 15 against the Western Province, 100 years. We played, we were not, we disallowed actually to tour overseas. Mm-hmm. So that made it. It's only the Leopards that managed to go to Italy. Which were the colored players. Under the banner of, of, of Danny Craven. Wow. So so back in those days, Mr. Zolaya, did you believe that the time would eventually come for a black rugby player to lead the Springboks, considering the situation that you faced at that time? If you dream, nothing is impossible. You know, we were young ones, uh, we, we were setting, you know, uh, if you build something on the pillars of hope, you get courage out of that. You persevere, eventually you reach your objective. That's what we, we, we stood for. We said eventually there will be something that will come of what we're doing, whether it will come during our time or during our children's time. So mm-hmm. as, luck, as love would like would have it. South Africa was Madiba and his crew, uh, they were released from prison. So they ushered in a new wave, a new dawn in South Africa. And then we voted in 1994. Much as people are talking about sport cannot be political, but it was used as a tool, as sort of a tool to politicize and toxics uh, that were spreading all over to sports at school all over the country. So we stood firm. We said we can't. We can't sell our souls for a half a loaf of bread. Mm. Now the day has come. It's finally come today. Sia uh, Kolisi to lead the Springboks in an official match. It albeit be three matches against England uh, for now. With all due respect, Warren Whiteley was the captain uh, before, and I think he should have first dig at the jersey. And I think that's what the coach is thinking. And there's also Eben Etzebeth who's been injured. He's not played. He was vice captain, so I think he should also have a fair crack. And maybe that's why Sia is just captain for the three matches. But Mr. Zolaya, I want to find out: Has this day come sooner or later than you expected? Well, I would say, first, let me congratulate Sia. It's commendable. Mm. It's so humbling to, to a young boy, 26, coming from the shores of the Eastern Cape, especially as we, mm. you know, sprawling grounds, 
disadvantaged area for him now to get the acknowledgement and, 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 and respect of, 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 of Rafael Erasmus, Erasmus, who is technically clued. He knows what kind of player. I, I listened to him. He was saying, I, I, I got to know him. He was 18-year-old. He was mm. an 18-year-old coming from Port Elizabeth. Mm. So he has known him all along. But my fear is, is I want to quote him verbatim, we are trying to fix all the wrong things that were done in the past. That's what he's saying. Mm. So he's, he's, he's on a mission to, to remodel or streamline the operations within the Springbok cap. Mm. But my biggest problem at the moment, we've got 2019 World Cup in Japan very soon. Mm. A coach has given four years to build a team. The shenanigans that happened in the years prior to the World Cup with Alistair Kutz and everybody else, mm. and also are causing a lot of confusion. Let me go back to the pillars. If your pillars of, 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 of if you are building a house on the pillars of confusing and concern, eventually it have a structural problem. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying also, Verbatim, that the two guys who were previously captains, Eben and also Warren, are injured. Mm. Now, if those two were not injured, would Sia be a captain? Mm. That's, that's a question I'll pose because Alistair Kuzi lost the opportunity because Eben was Sia's vice captain at, at, at Thomas and Sia was a captain. When he came to the box, he became Sia's boss uh, or Sia's leader, so to speak, not necessarily his boss. Mm. So I want to, to play around all of these, these things and throw it at you and say to you, it's a long road. But what he has done, whether uh, it's an interim thing or not, he has put, tried to put his best foot forward to try and rebuild a team that is crying for help and in, in preparation for the World Cup. Because Sia has the ability. Sia deserves to be there. Mm. Sia has respect of the players. Sia is a leader. Sia has a personality and is a courageous leader. Mm. Now, his motivation as Thomas, you know, at some point I thought his career was down when, when he down the drain when he got injured. He came back, picked up his, 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 his form. He played greatly uh, in 2017, scoring great tries. That's a mark of a leader. You, mm-hmm. have, you, you become extraordinary because Sia needs to have the X factor. You know, you, you lead by example and you, you, your players believe in you. And what I see also, Rasi must remove the uncertainty. He mustn't build a team on uncertainty, especially mm. with the leadership thing. He mustn't. He must make a decision now. He's got months before the World Cup. Mm. Uh, he has selected a different team to go to America, a di- different captain. Now, he's giving Sia three uh, test series against England. Warren is going to come back. Even is going to come back. Now, that alone is going to create problems for him. Mm. Are you, and for the team. are you saying it's a short-sighted um, um, decision? Uh, because the way others would see it, and I would see it, is that because Warren and Eben are injured, Sia was the next in line. Yeah, you know what I mean. Good as it sounds, remember what happened in two thousand and six. I was there. Mm. People started talking when Chile Boy Ralpel, yes, uh, kept in the strong box against the World Fifteen. Mm. Everybody was talking, you know. Started talking and saying that, yeah, that's the right thing. Jake is, you know, starting to transform the team. Only to find out it was just 
you know, one of those nice sweeteners. And, uh, you know, see me now, see me no more. And, and we don't like that kind of inconsistency mm. because the captain is the epicenter of the team. Mm. You, and then around that captain, you put other captains or senior teams around him. You build a team that in the future will be respected by all the juniors that come in. They look up to these guys and say, these guys are the ones who are the kind of platform, a solid, fertile platform for the team to succeed. If you've just joined us, we're speaking to a former Springbok team manager, Mr. Zola Yeye, um, also, of course, a former rugby player, as he's explained, uh, just about the significance of the appointment of Sia Kolisi as Bok captain. Going back to 2006, when you say you were there with Chili Boy Ralipele when he led that uh, Springbok team against the World 15, that match didn't receive test status. But there is a belief, Mr. Zola Yeye, that actually that, that decision actually killed um, the momentum of Chili Boy Ralipele. There was so much pressure on him. And he was just never the same after that. Do you agree with that sentiment before we go to a break? In total, when you raise somebody's expectations and then you don't take along this person and then the momentum dies down. You know, these boys are young. They've got aspirations, they've got dreams. And you give him such a huge task to lead a team. You know, that's got history culture and tradition. It's a humongous kind of thing. So you need then to back up that boy, you know, to the tilt so that he can believe in what you have given him, he can do. But if you leave him suspended in mid-air, force of gravity does not know where to throw him, you're killing that boy's potential. I hope it doesn't happen to see ya. Let me tell you also, three-match series, Anything can happen, mm-hmm. right? And if it's a measuring kind of barometer for Sia, whether he succeeds and then thereafter he'll be appointed permanently, it's, 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 a, it's a sort of a, a Russian roulette. It's, it's going to be very tough for him. He needs to pull his shoestrings. He needs to work with the team. He must create a team behavior. He must make sure that that team that he's leading in this test series, the three of them, is a team that will measure him as a man, whether he's got the potential, although he does mm. as a leader, but also based on the, the standards, most probably, Rasi has. Mm. And because yep. Rasi definitely, he's got his own standards. Mm. What he wants from a leader? Mm. What do I want from my leader? Well, you, you spoke about... That is humble. You want the leader that's got personality, you have a leader that's a butterfly that runs all over and cheer everybody cheering him, or you want a crafter, somebody who's going to, the team will believe in him, a motivator, and a lot of things, aspects, attributes that flows out of a leader. Mm, so well, it's important what they're saying, that Chili Boy, he was never the same. After that. He was never the same thereafter. He was, in, in, he was, he was given a, a hospital pass. Mm. Thereafter, he, he just dwindled. He's trying to, to rebuild his his, uh, his career at the moment. Well, you mentioned history, culture and tradition of the Springboks. And after this quick break, I want you just to explain further what you mean by that history, culture and tradition since you've been uh, with the team also um, at the World Cup. And I know that people are calling us. We're going to take your calls uh, uh, shortly uh, after this break. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. 
Let's have the conversation. 0891-104-207. So we're still talking uh, to Mr. Zola Yeye as we lead the conversation right here on SAFM about the uh, appointment of Siakolis, a historic appointment been well received by many quarters. As I mentioned, even people from just outside sport, outside rugby have been uh, commenting on, on, on this. And that's why I'm saying the reaction has been incredible. And let's just understand why it is uh, like this. Uh, Mr. Zolayaya spoke about the history, the culture and the tradition. And please feel free if you want to join the conversation. 0891 We'll take your calls shortly. SMS 40938. WhatsApp 061 And it's SAFM Radio on Twitter. Now, Mr. Zolayaya, is there a different weight of expectation or responsibility on Sia Kolisi now that he's been made captain, just judging by this reaction? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Undoubtedly. There is a, a weight. Uh, that weight, I hope it won't be an albatross on his neck. Mm. That weight, he needs to, 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 you know, physically and mentally, to, to, to work with people. You see, Sia is is more or less a, a a a link between the players and the coach. The coach coach's plan uh, must be synchronized into the team. The conduit will be Sia. Mm. And and the coach definitely they'll have that kind of bond and Sia must all what Rasi wants in the team is, is for Sia to perform well so the team can perform also well based on the plans he has and the strategies he has. Mm. But if you have a wayward captain who doesn't follow instructions, it becomes a problem. And also a captain, when chips are down, is able to rise above the strategies the coaches the coach has given him and motivate the team inside. Remember, the general outside is Russell Erasmus. Mm-hmm. The general inside will be Sia Polisi. So that weight sits on his neck. Mm-hmm. He has to succeed. Expectations are high, very high, and the stakes are high. And then the national platform is not a club level. It's not a franchise level. It's international. So all the eyes of the world on him. That alone becomes a huge exercise. So so how different is this weight of expectation or responsibility on Sia from previous Bok captains? Oh, well, I would say it's generic. The others carried the stigma. You remember? You remember the other teams were Lily White and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. you have all these things that went to blah, 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 blah. You know, a lot of talk and all that stuff. Now, you'll find that uh, the others uh, will be won't have maybe the ability. Some of the captains didn't have, didn't have it, you know. But they were selected to to captain because maybe one was a captain at at Grey High, maybe one was a captain at Dale, maybe one was a captain at St Andrews and all that stuff. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now they say this boy is a pedigree, has the pedigree to be a captain. And then he moves up to uh, Springbok uh, under 21, under 23, and all that stuff, up to where he, he, he is. And then subsequently becomes a Springbok captain. Mm. And, and by, by virtue, he has a belief himself. He starts believing in himself that I've got what it takes to be a Springbok captain. See, I can tell you now, he believes, the little man in his heart, he believes he's got the ability Regardless of the weight that's put on his shoulders, he believes I can lead because you show, he shows the chemistry on the field. 
his work ethic and his ability to turn things around. You know, that's very important for the for the captain. The other captain previously also had those and I can quote the previous captains of yesteryear, mm-hmm. even apartheid years, the Nasbotters, and same with the guys that, that, that played with him. Nasbotter drop, you know, and uh, drop when things, the chips are down. His team will win. These are kind of extraordinary things that add value to the team. That makes you indispensable to the team. Mm. So, so how much influence does a captain have on team culture, specifically the Spock culture? I've read Tando Manana's wow. book so many times. He wow. felt that he, he he couldn't identify with the culture at the Springboks. There's a certain culture uh, that some people felt was not inclusive. And you know all about this culture. What is this culture and how much influence does a captain have on this culture? That culture of Springboks, it comes also from the traditionally white schools where they, they come with it, some of these boys. Remember the, the, the formation or the making of the Springboks predominantly are white boys who come from some of these white schools traditionally. And that thing subsequently goes into the Springbok formation, and they know what is required. There's something called Kontiki. They know what I'm talking about, some of them. They'll tell you after the match, they'll come around, that certain things, you know, certain things that are done to make you... Uh, to, to, to give you the opportunity, not necessarily give you, but also to, to make you feel uncomfortable. But in doing so, you are being introduced to the team. You know, and then how you sit uh, on the chair, how you cross your, your legs, how you cross, you, you put your, your hands on your knees. That's the kind of culture. But the minute you cross your, your hands differently, they know you are not following the culture. Small things, but they mean a lot. And it's been there, those things have been there for many, many, many years. Now, if you come from outside, like Tani Manana, coming from a colored, uh, so-called colored St. Thomas School in, 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 in PE, he would have been, never been familiar with that, except with him playing for Greek Wars and going to the Bulls and come to the Springer Formation. And it becomes a challenge, you understand? Mm. And you come now, get these senior players who are more like gods in the team, and you've got the juniors who are, who are two hours. We have to kind of be kind of we have conform to whatever the culture is. That's when you you break down if you are not familiar with it. Conformity. You have to conform to the culture. This is we are the Springboks. This is how we do things. And then, and then if you break down, not necessarily that thing will flow on in, into the match, but it's a culture within a certain circle, certain kind of environment of players. It's more like saying that, hey, listen, we are introducing you to our culture. But his captain, will he have any influence? The culture and also the tradition become so one-sided. Then you get now the rejection and the the unsavory kind of rebellion that comes from players like Manan and other people saying, ah, I'm not part of this and all that stuff. So these are some of the things that the the, the Spurmongs will do. But if you come from outside, you come in cold, and then you, your eyes open up, and then you, if you are not familiar with what they are doing, you will be caught with your pants down. And that, that will be, un, you know, I know of some of the players, right? Sometimes I laugh about, about how they were introduced. Mm. And then you, it's, it's sometimes, some of these things are laughing matters. You know, some people take them very seriously, but it's just a passing phase. Mm.
Okay, talking to Zola here, your former Bok team manager, former player himself. I'm taking the calls after this break. Let's have the conversation at SAFM Radio on Twitter. Let's go to the lines now. Thank you, Maxwell in Pretoria, for holding. What are your thoughts on the appointment? Are there different expectations on C? I do expect him to do much more than just play rugby. Yeah, I mean, I'm very skeptical, Mr. Mfia, about the appointment. For me, it's because the two lieutenants that the coach trust so much, they're not available for this test. And why only for this test and uh, the next test somebody will take over? So I think uh, I'm tired of this uh, notion of uh, putting black people in leadership while the same system is still happening. I'm not moved about the whole situation. I need to. I think we've got a lot of challenges in rugby. For me to be convinced by Siakolisa being named uh, Springbok coach uh, captain for a day, I'm not convinced at all, Mr. Mcfeer. But Maxwell, is he, is he not the next guy in line, though, if you really consider who's around? I know there's been talk about Duane, there's been talk about Andre, uh, but he's captain of the Stormers, yes, yeah. Was he not the next guy in line, considering that Warren Whiteley and Eben Etzabeth are injured? Or are you saying he should have been made permanent captain? From the whole series, to, 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 to show that really do have a trust, to the player, why from this test up until the whole uh, thing is being uh, completed, it's not the captain. Only for this uh, weekend captains and uh, the rest, what will be happening. And remember, there's no consistency when it comes to black people who are involved in rugby. Only consistency happens to the other color. So that consistency in the future might find that he's getting injured for that matter or so something happens but will never be a permanent or somebody who will be recognizing him as a future something, as long as the system of the current situation in rugby is still the same. I think it's just yet to buy our mind one way or the other way. It's not yet to worry, Okay, thanks, Maxwell. The coach did say that it's got nothing to do with the atmosphere in the country, the simmering tensions, uh, racial tensions around uh, rugby in South Africa. He said it was purely for rugby reasons. Isaac in Ratanda, thank you for calling us, Umpo. In Greenstone, I'm coming to you next, but let's go to Isaac first. first. Hi, hi, Timan. Yes, Isaac. How are you? How are you? Fine, thank you. Thanks, man. No, man, I just want to voice in on the issue of uh, Danny Jordan stepping aside. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, no, man, the, 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 the regions are the ones who are representing constituencies, and their constituencies are LFAs. They take mandate from that. So they don't represent themselves. And Denny Chodan was elected by regions. So, uh, and also, a person cannot step aside uh, just based on, 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 on one side. They, all the Altarampatem rule should be applied, and the constitution of the, side of the country allows that. So I think uh, the court. Oh, sorry, Isaac, we lost you there, but I was going to open the lines in the last 10 minutes for that conversation, but I got what you said. Mpo, in Greenstone, thank you very much for holding on. Not a problem, member. Go ahead, member. Thank you for calling us. Uh, my, 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 my discussion on Sia Kolisi is that Sia has earned being captain. Mm. Nobody can question him. Nobody can say he's at the Stormers. He's done a great job. He's got the respect of his peers. Mm. in terms of performance. And when I listen to Rasi, I don't know, maybe he was doing boardroom uh, Chinese walls. When somebody compares you to a Andre Fenter as a flanker, mm. 
anybody that grew up supporting the Springboks knows that was a, a mean machine of a flanker. Tough guy. Now, uh, Rasi gave the right reasons why he chose Sia as the captain. Mm-hmm. My only gripe with Rasi is then why make him only for the incoming test? Mm-hmm. Does that mean may we revert back to the injured guys when they come back? But in terms of credibility, I've got no question on Sia. Okay, great stuff there, Umpo in Greenstone. The same question, Zolaya, which you've been saying all along, basically then, that uh, why is he not a permanent captain? Why is he only captain uh, for these uh, uh, three matches? So do you expect him, Mr. Zolaya, as we wrap up, to continue to be captain after this, or do you think there'll be a change after this England series, or does it depend on what happens in this England series? Because that also won't be easy. Yeah, I, I I raised that that the, the points the, the the listeners have been yes. uh, articulating to say that you know if you 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 build your team on the pillars of confusion and concern, it becomes a problem because 2010 2019 is around the corner. If I was Rasi, I would have decided, you know, decision is very important. Take a decision, strong one. As a leader, it must be the better of good news and and and, and bad news. You should have immediately said, see ya, you know, you need to assert yourself. I am assuming you, you going to the World Cup, you're the World Cup captain. The, the, the World Cup captains are appointed four years before the World Cup. Mm. Now, how many captains have we appointed for the Springboks? It's, it's a lot of confusion regarding the leadership. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned as with the listeners that mm. when, 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 when even comes back or Warren comes back, Sia would say, hey, you did very well. Ah, you're falling short. You've got potential. Going ahead, we'll be able to use you again and all that stuff. And then you're part of the team, you're part of the Sina team, but Eben will take over, or Warren will take over. And that's daunting. That's, that, that would be you know, a huge blow on his morale and also on his, on, on his kind, of, you know, kind of motivation going forward. So he needs to take a decision. I didn't like the idea of three match series. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the idea at all. I didn't like it, and because uh, it reminded me of the Chile Boy saga when the world, you know, South Africans started saying that, "Wow, wow, we're seeing transformation." And then you know, they, 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 they you know, dangle a carriage in front of somebody, and next thing you take it away within a minute or so, it's very dangerous and it causes a lot of negative, you know, vibes, and it, it, it spills over to to the team. And it spills over to to one's ability to do well. Okay, no, thank you very much, Mr. Zolaye, for joining us. I know we kept you longer than we thought, but it's been a, an insightful com- conversation and lots of people are enjoying it. Even Mr. Ashraf Gada was coming up next on The Viewpoint, enjoying the conversation. Finally, if Warren, Yeben and Sia are all fit, what's your picking order for, for Bok Captain then? I'll, I'll go for Sia. He was supposed... During Alista Kutcher's time, so Alista missed a golden opportunity to make CIA captain. He should have, by then, you know, uh, Rasi, by now, would never have had any problems. Mm. He was supposed, and then what happened? He chose a captain that left him halfway. And then he ended up going for Warren. And then Warren got injured. He's got chronic injuries. And, and even also he's injured now. So here's a boy, he's a fit boy. He's positive, he's focused, he's got, the, he's got the respect of his peers, so to speak. So why don't you go for him? 
Mm. If you say that you're not going for color and all that stuff, you go for the ability and the personality of an individual, why don't you go for him? Mm. Go into the World Cup. You know? Mm. Great stuff. Build a team around this guy. Build mm. a team. The Warrens must come in. The Evans must come in. They, they, you know, even plays under fear as Thomas. So it's not a rock and science for one to, to figure out that he will be able to play again under fear. Mm. Okay, so like, yeah, yeah, thank you very much once again for joining us. I'm sure we'll speak to you again on this show. So much reaction here. Uh, Morolong saying, Thank you, Mr. Yaya, for clarifying on where the culture comes from of the Springboks. Zico says, Appointing a new captain after this coming test will be difficult for the Springbok coach. He must just let Sia uh, continue. And also, where are the other tweets? I'm just trying to. Uh, somebody says, History and culture. I'm also very interested to find out uh, what this history and culture is is about and also an sms here that we have on the on the sms line uh, from suzanne who says if government wants transformation in rugby why do they not build rugby fields and promote rugby at all schools only private and formerly white schools have them and i think that's a brilliant point this is being made by by, by suzanne i do uh, i think that the political will is also needed i think that transformation is not about how many players are in the springbok teams nor is it how many players are playing for the sharks or the lions or or for the stormers how many players of color but it's about what happens on the ground guys we need to build these schools of excellence these facilities in the townships in the communities where where these kids are so that they can play consistent consistently so that they can have proper coaches in their townships uh, they don't have to travel all the way to the suburbs i mean it takes a lot for a kid to leave his house at six uh, get to the school at nine uh, having taken two taxes and still be able to play rugby some on an empty stomach and uh, and we've always seen with black teams that do well in the townships siakolisi one of them from eswide you'll find in a team of Fifteen, two players will be identified or three players will be identified. They'll, be, they'll then be taken to these private schools or these uh, so-called rugby playing schools and that's where they'll be developed. But what happens to the other 12 that's left behind as Rita or a new bride in, in the township? And I think that, 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 that SMS from Susan is very important. Government needs to do much more uh, across the board in all sports. Create these facilities, create these cricket hubs in, in, in the townships, build these swimming pools, teach the kids in the townships how to swim because now we have um uh, the, 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 the pool of talent in swimming I mean is dying because it was mostly focused on specific schools and on a specific uh, a race but take the sport to other races expose other people create equal opportunities for our kids and I think a government really needs to come to the party we had a discussion the other day about swimming where um, the, the, the Ministry of Sport actually said to us that they admit that they did take some money that was supposed to build infrastructure in the communities that was supposed to build swimming pools they took it for something else but going forward now they're going to ring fence that money and make sure that facilities are a priority and I think facilities are a real big priority uh, in South African sport. Up next, I've put the question out there. I'm going to take your call. So many people have been calling us and I just want to find out there's been so much reaction also with Danny Jordan being re-elected as SAFA president and um, the question we are asking is should he have uh, stood aside um, and not uh, contest this election considering the serious uh, allegations that have been leveled against him more than one there's also a charge uh, of course that's before uh, that's with the police but also the ad- other argument is that is innocent until proven guilty and also let's football reasons are there enough football reasons for Denny Jordan to continue as a SAFA president at SAFM radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter 
Chabiso now. 0891 The World Cup is coming. It's going to be broadcast on SABC. We're going to talk more about it in the coming few days as we intensify our build-up. But let's go to the lines now. So many people want to comment on Danny Jordan. Lawrence Epai, thank you for calling us. Uh, good day, good day, Chief. Now, I just want to concur with Isaac there who did not complete his, his what's his name, you know? Yes, yes. Firstly, these, these allegations, Chief, they are very, very fishy. Mm. If we must go back to, uh, uh, like, Jennifer Ferguson's first uh, allegations mm. in uh, uh, October last year, it was only about six days before SAFA conference in October. Then he is quiet up until March month. You must remember that SAFA was supposed to have this conference in, in, uh, in, in March on the, on the 26th. Mm. On the 18th, she flies in. She's on 702. She makes these allegations again. Mm. Then what happens? She makes a case. It's two months now. A couple now. of months later. Nothing has happened from the case. On Sunday, uh, not the Sunday that's passed, the one before, the other lady come out. Mm. She comes with the same allegations. You know, now... The concern is, why were these uh, like allegations all when SAFA was, was busy with its elective conference? Now, what I saw was, is that Ace Norbendam was, he was like strategic in all of these like allegations. Mm. So for me, I think that the best person was chosen for the job. Then he has shown that he has run the best World Cup in the history of soccer. And what I think is that those uh, 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 clubs and those uh, like structures mm. of SAFA, they have seen right through all of these things because it was, it was just too obvious. Mm. Lastly, how far is the case? You know, when you, once, you, once you lay like a charge like that, as you also say, it's a very serious charge. Yeah. That, that charge was supposed to be seen to within 24 hours. It's going to three months now. And Lawrence, if, if sorry to come in there, um, just to play devil's advocate, if these allegations were made outside the SAFA elective Congress, would you have preferred him to step aside or are you just saying these allegations are just not allegations at all? It didn't happen. 100%. If, if these things were, 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 were said without the SAFA things, mm. and then I think no, that the person could have uh, 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 listened to it. But the fact that with each conference, as I say, in October there was a conference, uh, 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 just like a week before the time, mm. this lady comes out. Okay, loud and clear there, Lawrence. In P.E. Buzo, Episho, uh, good evening. What's your comment? Good evening, Laro, right? Hi, Nia Nina. I know I'm good, man. Hey, well, Danny Jordan, Danny Jordan, I respect him. Mm. Yeah, but he is from Eastern Cape. He's done a lot for the sport. He brought the World Cup 2010 here. Got everyone excited. Mm. Yeah, but that I've got the respect for. And I have respect for women. I can understand the lady coming with the allegations, uh, allegations like and so forth. But they, all, all there is the allegation. They have not been tested. Yeah, but, but I won't take anything away from Mukeni Jordan. He's done a lot of good work for South Africa. And they, I think they should just stop politicking between them and the, and then I'll say the Safa guys, you know, women I don't call them, all those, all those kind of guys. So for me, Jordan, I'm, I'm on his corner, type. Yeah, but okay. I can't That's... really fault him.
politics, Hello. according to Buzwe Epish. James in GP, what's your comment? Hey, how's it? How are you, Tabiso? Fine, thank you, James. Go ahead. I, I think Benny should not have contested based on the fact that for football, football reasons alone, he has failed. Mm. Uh, uh, if you look at the PSL, um, with now with the with the with the, with the uh, uh, speculation that Bloemfontein Celtic has been bought in in in, in Northern Cape, mm. you remember that in the past ten years there's never been a team from the Northern Cape that has been promoted to even the NFD, even though they've got a league that is supposed to uh, promote a team straight to NFD. The the, the system is so tight that it's very difficult to buy a team. It, I mean, I mean to have a team promoted through sure. the, 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 the proper relegation and promotion system. Danny has not tried to help our soccer. Teams are being bought every day, and a team can win the PSL today campaigning as Joburg City. Tomorrow, they could be campaigning as Cape Town City because they buy it. So you never have the system of soccer where people are playing to achieve things. And with him as a helm, he's watching this as a PSL, and then it's happening. And our soccer is not going anywhere. Our NFD is dead. Nothing is happening in terms of football. And I think for that reason, you should not have tried to contest. If you lose Bloemfontein Celtic to another businessman who's buying it from another province outside of Bloemfontein, what are you saying when you lose the fourth supported team in the PSL? And you will allow it because he's not interested. All they're interested is Bafana, 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 Bafana. What about the soccer in the country? What about the structures that need to be fixed? Hmm. James, he's not, he's, not, he's not interested in all those things. All they tell you about is now, oh, we might have another shot at the World Cup. What about the soccer? If you, if you have a situation, look, we have got RB Leipzig in Germany Bundesliga. In eight years, they moved from being amateurs to being promoted. You can go to Germany and buy a team as amateurs. You pump money, they will end up in the Bundesliga because they can be promoted and the system is clear. He is not interested. He has left the Premier League to just decide what they want to do anytime they want to do. Tomorrow they will tell you the Board of Governors. Uh, oh, James. Oh, no, we've lost him there. I'm not sure uh, what happened there, but I think that's where we will leave it then uh, from with that comment uh, from James. They're saying the football reasons are saying that he should not continue as Safa president because the structures are, made, are messed up. But Safa will tell you that the junior teams have been qualifying, of course, for the World Cups and for the junior World Cups. Therefore, Vision 2022 is on a, a track there. And as we wrap up now, I will end with this tweet from Utumani Kumza says, whether Sia is there temporarily or not, in this feat, we need to celebrate and give him the support he deserves. It's understandable that some look at this with skepticism. History has not been kind to black people in rugby and one hopes this is a test that Sia will ace. Quick update from the Kosafa Cup. Botswana beat Angola 2-1. That was in Group uh, B and Malawi are le- uh, Mauritius are leading Malawi 1-0 from what I can see from the Kosafa Cup uh, website. That's the second match of the day. Uh, the Mauritius leading Malawi 1-0. That's it uh, from us. Of course there'll be more sport in the morning with Brett Brown. Thank you to Luyolo. Uh, Thank you to Babalo there uh, behind uh, the scenes. Up next, as mentioned previously, uh, Mr. Ashraf Gada with The Viewpoint and he's in studio uh, today talking about the last colony in Africa, the forgotten people of Western Sahara. And uh, it's going to be an interesting conversation. I see the, the guest is already here in studio. Thank you. My name is Tabiso Musia.